Hello everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca. If you are new here, I am the host of this podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I am super excited and super happy that you're joining me today. Um, and you know what we're going to talk about today as well, which um, I'm super excited for. I know that the past couple episodes I've released on this podcast um, they've sort of been um, part of segments like the artist money mindset segment um, and then the actors chat segment which is geared towards um, actors um, since that's sort of like where my wheelhouse is and I want to share my information and my experience in that area but today we're gonna be more uh, more general I guess you could say with the episode and today's like content so yeah thank you so much for listening and we can just dive right in. So the other day, I was talking to another um, actor friend of mine. Um, I'm doing this program, and she's actually my mentor. And we were just talking about, um, you know, with everything reopening and, you know, theaters in the Washington, D.C. area where we're both based, we were just talking about, you know, what is what is, you know, what to sort of expect going into just, you know, the new season, um, the summer, the fall, and beyond. Um, And she has a little bit more knowledge on this subject than I do. Um, She is um, older than me, she is in the union, and um, she is just, you know, she just has more information because she's experienced more. So she's so sweet and a really great resource and just really nice, um, like a nice person to talk to and chat with. So we were sort of talking about, you know, things reopening and theaters asking for video auditions and submissions. I was kind of like, you know, they're all sort of preparing for seasons, which is like amazing. Um, But the other thing with um, theaters is that a lot of like unionized theaters, they work with union actors. And that's, um, like, the union is its own separate entity, and um, right now, the Union for Theater and Stage Actors, which is Actors' Equity Association, I don't think, and I I could be wrong on this, so if I'm wrong, um, I do apologize, Um, but as of this recording, I don't believe that they've given the go-ahead for actors to go back into theaters and audition and all that stuff. I think what they're doing is... They're sort of accepting like cases, well not cases, but um, shows and doing it like on a case by case basis um, and either approving or not approving because I have seen on their Facebook page, you know, oh, this show is running here, this show is running there. And it's all under very like, you know, um, not strict, but like under guidelines that the union has set out and what they deem is the best and the safest, which makes sense because they're the union and they're there to protect their union members. So I was talking to her and I was like, you know, with everything opening, I feel like I need to be submitting to everything, um, even though that the seasons, they're kind of being announced, but nothing's been given like the full go ahead. Um, And I was like, I just, I feel like I need to be submitting for everything. And I feel like, you know, I can't, like I wanna be submitting for all these things and you know, it's just really difficult for me to like not submit to things because, and I talked about this on the um, podcast before, the idea that when you're an artist, especially starting out, you have to take everything you can get. And she was talking about, you know, sort of the same thing as well. 
like pre-pandemic, we were both kind of like on the same page as far as, you know, we were, or at least it felt like we were always saying yes to things. You were always taking on, you know, more and more things, more and more responsibilities. And we could keep up with everything, but it definitely was like, you know, there were no periods of rest. And if, you know, this pandemic has taught me anything, it's that rest is so important just to like, not just physical rest, but also like mental rest um, for like your mental health. And I sort of was talking with her and I was like, yeah, like I didn't really, like really, um, you know, take that rest. It was always like, oh, I'll just, I'll audition for this. I'll submit for that. I'll send this in. And maybe this is just me, but I feel like when you submit for things, like you have all your materials ready, but you just, it just takes a lot longer because you have to like, you know, send these emails. You have to make sure that you have all the information attached. You have to make sure that everything is like in the correct format and the correct order, all that stuff. So it was something that we were talking about and I was like, you know, I, I want to be submitting for all these things, but I also know that some of these things maybe I shouldn't be because um, maybe the time commitment is too much for me. Maybe it's too far distance. I just, how do you learn how to like, like, how do you like balance it all and just make sure that, you know, it's, it's okay. And do you yourself are okay. And, you know, we were talking about this and we kind of realized that, or she said to me that someone had said to her, um, you know, there's always going to be another audition. There's always going to be another project. There's always going to be another, um, you know, casting call, there's always going to be another one. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And I feel like, you know, we can sometimes as artists live in a scarcity mindset as far as, you know, this is the only audition I'm going to get like this week, or this is the only time I'll be able to audition for this. And we're fearful that, you know, once the opportunity comes along and it passes us by, if it passes us by, then we're never going to get it back. And I feel like that's just it's such a not a good way to sort of think about things. And, you know, when, when she was saying, you know, or my, my mentor the other day, when she was saying that when you put it in that perspective that there's always going to be something else like next, like in the line, then you can sort of be more, not selective, but you can sort of ask yourself, is this right for me? And I think that's something that we all artists, no matter what your medium is, like, is this project that you're taking on right for you? Now, I'm, I'm sure that there are products out there that I've submitted to, submit to? Um, but there are products out there that I've definitely, you know, sent in my materials for, but I probably wasn't the best for, wasn't right for. And I think that's something else that gets sort of mixed, that like mixes and gets a little confusing in the beginning is that, you know, we're told to submit for everything. like. Do it just because. Like, why not? Do it anyways. And again, I think the intention behind it is just to get yourself out there, get yourself seen. But at a certain point, once you've been doing that, you kind of realize that maybe everything you submit to isn't right for you. So to give you an example of this, um, I so earlier in the year, I worked with a theater in Baltimore, um, up in Maryland. So. I'm based in the Washington DC area um, and Baltimore is north about an hour, hour and a half, depending on um, where you are. 
in the DC area. And um, I did this project with them and it was a lot of fun. It was on um, it was on Zoom. This was sort of like before things were reopened. So we did stuff on Zoom. We did some like filming, um, like, you know, with masks, socially distanced, all the COVID protocols in place. And what we ended up doing was I ended up going up to Baltimore twice um, for this to film in person. And, you know, that was fine because I only was going up twice. It was only like, you know, um, a couple days of this like week in March. So it wasn't really like a big deal. Um, and this is a uh, March of 2021. And so, um, you know, we recorded the show. It was a virtual show. It ran, um, and you know, that was, that was it. And then I got a, um, like a, it was like a Facebook message or something, or maybe it was an email and it was an audition notice that they were doing another show and the show looked really cool. It looked very much like something I would be interested in a very, like an interesting story that I would want to tell. And I looked a little bit further in the casting notice and because things are reopened, they were going to be doing in-person rehearsals, um, in Baltimore. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I think that was thunder. Um, I'm like looking out my window here and it's like, it got darker, but I didn't think it was going to thunder. Well, anyways, hopefully that wasn't too loud. Um, but back to, uh, the story, um, I noticed that they were doing everything in Baltimore and I asked myself, you know, as much as I wanted to audition for the show and be considered because, you know, I felt like I should be auditioning because it was a show and it was, um, a show that, you know, had a casting call for a character that I could play and it was, you know, a paid show. And I sat down and I asked myself, I was like, you know, if you think about it and like, you know, I wrote it all down, I was like, you'd be driving up to Baltimore, like a lot, <laughs> like more than two times a week. And I was like, is that something that you can really like work into your schedule? Like, can you commit that time to go up to Baltimore, you know, three, four times a week? And I'd be going up in like rush hour traffic on 95 and anyone who's ever been on 95 in the DC area knows that during rush hour it is a mess <laughs> because there's so many people on 95. I was like, is this something that I could realistically work into my schedule? And I thought on it and I was like, you know what? Yeah, like as much as I want to do this production driving up there with my other commitments that I currently have, it just it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked. It could have worked, but I wouldn't have gotten a lot of sleep. And I learned a couple years ago that you need sleep, you, you just, you do. And so that was sort of an example of me sitting down, like wanting to do something, but also being like, you know, does this actually make sense? Like, are you right for this? Like, is this, is this production, is this project right for you? And unfortunately the project, um, probably at the time and just where I was living and not my other commitments, like time-wise, it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't a good fit. And I'm like a big believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, I've said before on this um, on this podcast that I've auditioned for things that I really wanted to get, but I didn't get. And then something else came along that was a wonderful experience. So I believe like everything happens for a reason, which sort of ties back into this whole idea that, you know, you 
there comes a certain point in your career, I feel, no matter what, like maybe you're a painter or maybe you're a photographer that, you know, does that project like resonate with you? And I think like, you know, it is so important to listen to like your gut and listen to like how you're feeling. Like let's say you're a photographer and you were contacted to photograph this, I don't know, um, let's say like event, I don't know, um, event. And let's say it was like, you know, two hours away and they asked like a lot of, you know, really specific things and it fell on like a week where you were doing a lot of traveling, you were going to be tired and then you would have to like do some more traveling. Like as much as I'm sure you would want to take that job as a photographer, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're going to be traveling like that entire week, and then you're going to have to be doing a little bit more work on the weekend when, you know, that time should be allocated for rest. Like, is that sort of the best thing for you? And, you know, everyone's um, opinion on that is different. Um, I think also depending on, like, your rates and everything or something to take into consideration, like, charging for, like, like a travel fee, stuff like that. Um, so that's just something that we ha- um, had a conversation about is you know, how do you sort of look at projects and determine what's the best project for you? Like, is this project, like, you know, does it sort of work with what you're, you want and what you can do? And I think that's something that we need to start asking ourselves as artists, right? So maybe you're a painter, maybe someone's asking you, um, can you do this painting? But let's say it's like really not in your wheelhouse. It's not really something you do. Or maybe you're a painter and they're asking you for, I don't know, like a sculpture. (laughs) Like, I think that, you know, looking at projects and saying things like, you know, is this right for me? Is this something that I can realistically do? And I think that, you know, after talking with my mentor about this, we sort of realized, you know, we would always say yes to things and it would just lead to burnout. And guys, burnout is not something that, you know, you really want. Um, I definitely know that I sort of prided myself on the fact that I never like rested or I didn't get that much sleep. And that was not really something I should have prided myself on, to be quite honest, because at the end of the day, you know, you're an artist, right? You want these projects to be fulfilling you. You want these projects to be something you're looking forward to. You want these projects to be something that you're excited to do. And the way that you can avoid feeling burnout from doing something you love is to make sure that you're taking these projects that, you know, work and like, in a way, like are in alignment with like who you are and what you do. And I think that's so important because, you know, when you're doing something that you know that you are feeling good about, feel confident in, like you just have so much more energy. There's like a different experience going on for you. And it's one of those things where you just, you know, the confidence just like oozes out of you. And you're just like so excited to be doing what you're doing and you're feeling good. And it's just an overall really good experience. Like another example of this would be, um, you know, if someone asked me to do a full, uh, I don't know, um, like Shakespeare, for instance. Shakespeare is, you know, he was a tremendous playwright. Tremendous? Is that like the right adjective? 
Um, but he was, you know, very, like a really good playwright. And if I'm being honest, even when I read his stuff when I had to in school, I was like, I kind of didn't understand what he was saying. Um, I needed like the No Fear Shakespeare stuff. Um, but you know, there are theaters in the country and in the DC area that are specifically dedicated to Shakespeare. And me knowing myself, like Shakespeare is not really in my wheelhouse. There are some people who are amazing at Shakespeare, who are phenomenal at like interpreting the text, who only do Shakespeare. But I know that is like not really what I do. Now, if it was presented to me as, you know, a challenge and something I wanted to try, then absolutely, I would do my best. But me knowing myself, it really wouldn't make sense for me to, um, you know, do something that didn't necessarily align with me. Um, not to say that you shouldn't try to do things that don't align with you. I think there's always a place and a time and place to, you know, try new things. So I would definitely, you know, like try Shakespeare, see how it went. Um, but I also know that my alignment is more so in musical theater. It's more so in like plays that tell powerful stories that are about, you know, the Asian American experience. Like that's sort of where I like to, like to, you know, sort of live. And not to say that I don't, you know, like to go experience other things and try other things because I definitely do and I definitely love like a challenge. But it's like the same thing that can be applied to painting. Like let's say you're a watercolor, like you paint with watercolors and someone comes along and says, hey, like can you sculpt something um, with like, you know, out of clay? And maybe you're a phenomenal sculptor too. But if, you know, you know that your wheelhouse is with watercolors and not sculpting with clay, then that's definitely something you know, to sit down and be like, you know, thank you so much, but, you know, I can't, like, this is not really up my alley. And the other thing that comes with, you know, being an artist, not just an actor, but being an artist and being like, you know, this is what I do, it really creates a super, like, strong brand for yourself. So if we're talking now just, like, artists in general, um, and let's say, you know, you're a wedding photographer. Like if you are a wedding photographer and you just do weddings, then, you know, because that's what you're familiar with, that's what you like, that's where your experience lies. Like all of that stuff is like amazing. And not only that, but people know to come to you for their wedding photographs that they want to have taken. There's a story I was listening to and I don't, I can't remember where it was, but I listened to it. But it was about this woman who, like, she created vegan cakes or had, like, a vegan bakery. And it was a really, really good vegan bakery. And she was saying that, you know, someone came to her one day and they were like, hey, can you, like, do this, like, cake? And it involved, like, like milk and eggs, which, you know, that does not fit in with a, a vegan bakery. And so what she ended up doing was that... She was like, you know, oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you love cakes, but unfortunately, I can't, um, I can't make this cake for you because we only do baking cakes. And so that, you know, that was business that, you know, she could have had, but by saying no to something that didn't align with her, she was like, you know, this is telling everyone that we only do baking cakes. Like, that's the only thing we do. And it created such a stronger brand. So it could be the same thing, you know, with you. So let's go back to the photography thing. If you're a headshot photographer and you do corporate headshots and like um, actor headshots, 
someone comes to you and they're like, can you do an engagement shoot? Um, you know, maybe that's not something you really know how to do or want even want to do. And I don't know much about photography as far as like how skills can translate from one type of photography to another. Um, but you know, it could be one of those things where if you only want to be a headshot photographer by saying, no, unfortunately I don't do engagement photo shoots, um, or I don't do photo shoots like, you know, like lifestyle photo shoots, then that sort of really creates a strong brand that you have that, oh, this person only does headshot photography. So they must be, you know, like that's their skill. That's their niche. Perfect. And so guys, I really just wanted to talk about in this episode, you know, this episode is all about making sure that whatever projects you take on are in alignment with you. And, you know, those can create some pretty powerful things. Like, you know, they can create stronger brands. They can create stronger connections. And more than anything, like when you take on projects that are in alignment with you, rather than projects that aren't in alignment with you, you just create such a better place for yourself, right? Like you aren't stressed out about things that, you know, you really shouldn't be stressed out about because if you're doing your art and if you're doing something that you love, you don't want to be stressed out by that. So I think that it is really, really important that we can sort of, you know, look through these projects that I know are going to be coming out because I feel like, you know, just everything's exploding right now with work. Um, Well, maybe not exploding, but definitely like I'm seeing a lot more stuff in the past like month than I have probably in a really long time. So like, like with works coming back, everything is coming back. And I just hope that this is like a good guide for you guys to sort of determine what projects you want to take on and what projects you don't. And really it boils down to, do you want to do the project first of all? Like yes or no. If it's a no, or even if like you feel like it's a no, then that should be like the big, like, hey, maybe we should pass on this. But making sure that do you want to do it? Is it in alignment with you? And you know, will you feel like, will you feel happy doing it? Like it really comes down to that. Like as an artist and as a creative person, make sure you're taking projects that make you happy, that make you feel creative, that don't, you know, that don't stress you out. Because I've definitely been there where I've taken on projects before where, yes, I'm acting, but also like this is a new style of acting and I'm a little like stressed because it's not something I'm super like familiar with and just like, you know, that's happened to me before. And I've learned, you know, that saying yes to projects that I'm excited to do is probably the best like litmus test to, you know, taking on things that I know will make me happy and things that going forward will be better for just like my overall like well-being, like as a person. And guys, I want to make sure that you also have that same sort of like, um, I guess like that same sort of eye when looking at projects, because I want everyone listening to this podcast to be excited about their artistic creations, artistic passions, careers. I want you guys to be excited and not stressed out by it because stress is no fun and being artistic, while it might be stressful at times, the source of your stress, if it's coming from a project you're working on, then I don't want that to ever happen to you guys. I want you guys to make sure that whatever projects you take on are in alignment with you, what you want to do, and what makes you happy. Okay, guys, I feel like I have talked quite a bit um, on that topic. 
Um, but thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Before you head out, it would mean so much to me if you would rate the, um, I about to say rate the comment, um, rate the podcast, um, subscribe, leave a comment, whatever you feel like doing. And if, once you do that, um, take a screenshot, uh, post it on Instagram and tag me. My Instagram is at artisticallyboldlife and I would love to chat with you guys over on Instagram. And then before we leave today, today's episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind and you're looking to have that support as you build and monetize your skills, come join the Facebook group. We would love to have you. Thank you guys so, so much for listening again. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.